All right, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, maybe even good night. I don't know when you're listening. I don't know if you're on your way to work, if you're just hanging out at home. I'm not sure if you have AirPods in or if the headphones, are they over-eared? I don't know. But I do know this. Everyone, this is the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. Here's my thing. I just want to bring things full circle. Because last episode on Friday, I talked about paying for parking and how I wasn't really paying for parking. I I was paying for a lovely commute, nice little start of the day. I was paying to listen to Quasimodo as I crossed over a bridge. I I discussed that. I prefaced that. I also touched on how I thought $17 is just disgusting for paying for parking and paying for parking is still... Just it's a, it's a not a smart expense on my end, but also so I, I said that and I basically established I'm going to pay for parking. Literally, so that episode dropped Friday morning. I re, so I basically I uploaded Thursday evening, but then on Friday morning when I was driving to work, I probably pulled in the parking lot that charges seventeen dollars. I probably got there at like eight fifty. I, I, usually, I at the latest I want to be in the office at nine. I pull. I usually choose a spot in the middle, back in, turn off the car, get my backpack, and walk over to the meter. I think I've been in, at the meter. There, there might have been two people in front of me. Like That's the longest I've waited. And when you think total transaction time in terms of paying for parking, it's a bit of a confusing system, so it varies if you have a newcomer or not. I would say on average, though, you're looking at about 90 seconds per user. So if there's two people in front of me, i got to wait three minutes, and then you factor in my 90 seconds, go put it in the car... So if I park at 8.50 and there's two people in front of me, I'll probably get in and clock in at the office around 8.56, 8.57. Again, the longest line I've ever had, it, two people in front of me. When I parked my car on Friday, 8.50 a.m., I got my backpack and I walked out to the meter. I'm not exaggerating. Um, there were nine people in line. For so, It was so odd for some reason. There was a lot of people. I don't know if there was a issue in terms of like someone might have just jammed their card in there if someone chose the wrong option and had to redo it but had to cancel the transaction. I'm not sure what it was. There was nine people and we can do the math. That's 13.5 minutes. And then including my 90 seconds, that's 15 minutes. Everyone, after taking my ticket, putting in the dashboard of my car, making my way to my office, sitting down, clocking in, It's probably 9.07, and that's not counting for the possibility, a likely possibility, that maybe I engage in conversation before even clocking in. 30 seconds, 2 minutes, 10 minutes. Worst case scenario, if I were to wait in that entire line and then go and clock in at work, I might be clocking around 9.15. Those are not waters I want to tread in. Not at all. My right hand to right pocket pulling out my cell phone 8.52. Okay. Um, This is not going to happen. Everyone, I walk out of line, but I don't beeline to my office. Quick little left. Go back to my car. I have established I'm not going to pay for parking. I'm well aware that the episode I dropped on that day basically said, I always pay for parking. But you know, you know, know, life and, and how things work, it's so funny. I, um, open up my car door, my left leg extending like a kickstand, right heel to right glute, 
now the outside part of my thigh resting on the driver's seat. Keep in mind, I've got my backpack on, so I rotated 90 degrees, the backpack getting caught in the seatbelt, the metal kind of clanking around. It wasn't a pleasant sound. But before I know it, my chest over the steering wheel, both hands on the dashboard, I'm playing with about, what, probably five parking passes. Uh, Finding the date uh, closest today, and I find a ticket March 22nd because I paid for an all-day pass the day prior, and it doesn't expire till 7 a.m. the next day. So it was already an expired ticket, but I'm thinking, you know what, light drizzle in the air, the window already kind of foggy, maybe it's not even legible. Maybe they'll see, you know what, he's got one ticket and then four crumpled ones around it. He, he's probably paid. And I feel like the crumpled tickets, just kind of off-putting in general, no one's going to want to get up in the window and see what's going on inside. I position that March 22nd ticket. Bottom left corner, it was there, it was visible. You can't ding me for not making it visible, but at the same time, I didn't put it front and center. I closed the door. Backpack on, feeling a little bit too confident, I walk into the office and I clock in around 8.57. I didn't check my car until about, I think, 4.45. And I went the whole day, kind of forgot the entire debacle in the morning. I forgot all about that. It was a good day, but I was ready to exit. Same backpack on as I'm walking out of the office. And I walk right up to the parking lot. And at first glimpse, I saw my car from, like, literally from the distance because uh, it wasn't as full. I had kind of a bird's eye view, and you know, as the crow flies, I just see a gold Honda CRV minding its own business. No tickets on the windshield. I didn't really get the full view, but then I got closer. I'm now at 20 yards, and I see a questionable blue and white piece of paper in a Ziploc bag tucked in between the windshield wipers. Maybe it's a friendly note. Hope you're having a good day for some reason from a stranger. I'd like to think that. I think we need to do more of that, by the way, everyone. We, we always write no. I'm gonna, okay, that deserves an episode, but also we just, we always write like, you are terrible at parking, angry face, and put it in a way, that doesn't make any sense. Let's be kind. Have a fantastic day. I'm thinking maybe it's that, probably not, but maybe it's that. The 20 yards closing in a couple of seconds, it seems, I walk up and I pull out of this odd plastic bag. It wasn't ziplocked. It was kind of like a sandwich bag with no zipper. I hate those. And for some reason they had that, but in almost thin envelope form, I pull out a blue piece of paper, $44. I got dinged for $44. So my plan didn't work. And I actually have to now pay a fine. And if I don't pay within the first 48 hours, it goes up to $98 or 99 or a lot of eights, something like that, $99. And it's, it's just kind of funny, um, considering the episode that day talks about my financial responsibility um, and a lack of penalization in my life. Next thing you know, the bank account, a little weaker. But that's just how life goes. It's how the cookie crumbles. And similar to the cookie, same, same, but different, everyone, the cupcake. I had a cupcake this past weekend. And before even eating it, just seeing a cupcake... A great question comes to mind. A great question, but a very poor debate. Cupcakes versus cake. Cupcakes versus cake. Which is better? For me, very easy. It's cake. I I think cake far superior. But don't get me wrong. I like cupcakes, but they're flawed from the get-go. If someone could explain to me, I, I would love if maybe in a text message, very brief, 
five sentences max. Why is there a need to, on top of the cake of a cupcake, the base part, why is there a need to apply four inches of frosting, four inches of icing? I don't get that. Blows my mind. It's so similar to the overcompensating of cream cheese on bagels. I don't understand. What, do we have this weird obsession, love, infatuation with cream-based spreads? Makes no sense to me. I think it's pathetic. And then again, this is coming from someone who appreciates the cake of the cupcake, who appreciates the bagel, not necessarily the cream cheese. I eat bagels straight up. And honestly, if cupcakes were sold without frosting, kind of like pound cake, I would eat that too. I don't need the icing. Cake is superior because they don't apply four inches of frosting. Still decorative though, that, that should be clear. So if we're just trying to make things look pretty on cupcakes, nice little spiral design, I get that and I understand that. I think we've taken it too far. It's kind of extra. And considering, wait, hold on, dessert. Dessert, the premise of dessert. That's pretty extra too. Let's, let's think about that. The question, would you like to see a dessert menu? That doesn't have to be said. D- no one needs dessert. We don't need it. It's nice, but it's kind of extra. It's pretty over the top. I think we've instilled a belief that we need something sweet to kind of end the night. Need a little bit of a port wine and some creme brulee. And like, yeah, it's fun to play with, but it's pretty extra. It's extra calories. It's extra time. It's extra dishes. And I come from a very dessert-heavy family, so you got to understand the weight when I say this. In a very extra line of work, the cupcake is the most extra. Is that a bad thing? For me, a little bit. A little too much. I feel like the cupcake is kind of like syndrome in The Incredibles. Um, basic body type, but the hair a little bit over the top. The hair's the icing. Whereas Mr. Incredible, he's the cake. Gray body. Hair, not that over the top. The icing spread evenly. And and trust me, hold on. I I, I said it. The cupcake, on a slow foot to start. Because I think when you're given different sets, right? You get, what, 12 to a, a box? That provides you with an unbelievable amount of creative freedom. And I never want to be the roadblock in terms of uh, creative expression, ingenuity, innovation. I, I just feel like we could be doing it better. You get limited surface area, I acknowledge that, but why are we designing up? Why are we inflating up? That's a blank canvas. Let's use the, like the gel. You know the gel where they write, happy birthday, Andrew, or, or something like that? Let's use that and just maybe draw into the cupcake. That hits nice. It's subtle. It's sweet. But I still get the goods. I still get the cake. Frosting's not that good. You don't need that much. Did that hurt? I'm ser- Frosting's overrated too. Why are we losing our minds? It's sugar. It's heavy whipping cream. And I think that's it. Not that special. You don't pop it into an oven, 425 for eight minutes. I I suppose you whip it a little bit, but the process lies in the cake. Are we insecure? Are we insecure with cake? So we create the cupcake, and then that's not good enough, so we dabble it on top a little bit. 
and I want to reemphasize, we, we need to understand, I like cupcakes. I do. But if I'm eating them, and if I truly want to enjoy it, I'm taking a knife called a butter knife, and I'm slicing two and a half inches off the top, removing that frosting. Give me a little bit. I need a little bit. I need a little flair. I'm never going to say no to a little bit of cream cheese on a bagel. And much like a bagel, both sides coming together with the cream cheese in the middle, forming almost a sandwich, had a similar experience with the cupcake this past week. And a friend of mine, Brooke, pointed out there's a conspiracy theory with cupcakes. In the past, what, six, seven minutes, I basically questioned the entire engineering behind the cupcake. Excess of frosting, what's the deal? That makes no sense. Brooke pointed out, you know what you can do? Take off the bottom, bring that around top, bring both sides together, the frost in the middle. You've got yourself a sandwich. I tried that. It was good. It was very good. Huge improvement. Still a little bit too much frosting. I almost had a kind of like a pig on a spit. I took both fingers, pushed both ends together, rotated around um, with my tongue, removing that excess frosting. I actually ate it. I didn't spit it out. It was a little disgusting. But what I was left with, in terms of precision, almost like an Oreo. It was kind of. It was like I was um, scraping off extra grout in between two blocks of concrete. It was good. And it made for eating the cupcake a lot easier. Not much frosting left in the below average facial hair that lies on my upper lip. Yeah, you know, look, I'm trying to see both sides of the coin, everyone. End of the day, it doesn't matter. And here's just, I'm going to throw a little bit of advice out there. Cupcakes versus cake. Cake is better. What if we just baked a cake, then took a, oh, I don't know, a cookie cutter, but with... Um, cupcake qualities. So we just basically press down into the cake, get what, 12 different circles, serve them individually. That way we're not having four inches of excess frosting. We have the classic cake spread, but it's still called a cupcake. A little different. And I think just preparation-wise, we're not pouring batter into a muffin tray. We can just dump the whole thing into some sort of pan, pop it in the oven. That makes sense. Everyone... I'm actually looking at the clock literally right now. And I've got to say, it is about that time. So if we're ending our commute, if we're just hanging out around the house, maybe we're working out, I'm not really sure. Either way, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rocking with me. Until next time.